This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you who I've met in person have seen my unbelievable dashboards that I built. You know, I'm an analytics-like crazy person. I love the data. And I love presenting the data in beautiful dashboards that my team can use on their mobile devices, their phones, and TVs throughout the office. Now, the way I do this without having to hire a big development team is at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. It's using a company called Clipfolio, and I'll tell you more later on in the show how I use them. It's nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. This is episode 640, and coming up tomorrow morning, you'll learn from James Sweeney. He has 25 billion, that's with a B, in medical technology exits. Guys, he may be the best in the world in the med tech space. He himself has raised over $2 billion across those companies, and he's now sitting on a new phototherapy billion-dollar bet. You'll want to hear what it is. Tune in tomorrow. Good morning, everybody. Nathan Latke here. My guest this morning is Bill Bryce. He's currently the chief executive officer of Alpha Trust Corporation, which he launched in 1998 to capitalize on the sustained long-term shift from paper-based document businesses to fully electronic document processes. A noted entrepreneur, Bill is considered one of the industry pioneers and is leading and is a leading authority on electronic signatures, especially around generating real economic impact and brand enha enhancement. He served as chairman of the board for the signature electronic signature and records association is currently a member of the board of directors. Now, Bill's not a one hit wonder before this company and electronic signatures. He started his entrepreneurial career when in college by co-founding Bryce Foods and as chairman and CEO, he grew the company into a global enterprise best known for its chain of I can't believe it's yogurt frozen yogurt stores. The company grew to 1500 franchise locations in 43 countries with manufacturing operations on four different continents. For his work, he was awarded the Entrepreneur of the Year Award from the International Franchise Association, which is the world's oldest and largest organization representing franchises worldwide. Bill Bryce, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, Nathan, let's go. That's who, 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 in, who when they graduate college is thinking about yogurt? <laughs> well, let me tell you, we're actually, we're based in Dallas, and that's where I started that company as well. And uh, back in, this was back in 1977, 70, 78, and, you know, I guarantee you there were no Texans interested in frozen yogurt. <laughs> uh, now, it's product that actually got started out in California back around that time. And we were the first company to bring it to Texas. And we started the franchise here. And it started out as a bunch of company stores around Texas. And we built it up and learned what we were doing. And after about five years, we turned it into a franchise and went from there. Now, Bill, what do you mean by that? You said it was started in California and you brought it as a franchise to Dallas. Were you the actual owner of the concept or did you just buy access to, to the franchise? No, the, the product frozen yogurt was was kind of first invented and popularized in California in the mid to late 70s. Uh, but but we, we found it out there. And in, in terms of the product, people were selling it at, at mom and pop stores and things like that. Uh, we thought it would be a good market here. And so we were kind of pioneers in the market here uh, in, in Texas. Um, so we just operated our own chain, which we created. We owned it. Um, and, and then we turned it into a franchise and began to franchise it. And you did that very successfully, 1,500 franchises across 43 countries. If I wanted to come in and franchise one of these concepts, uh, what would I pay you both up front and, and on an ongoing basis? Well, again, back then, so we're talking about, you know, in 19, 
late 80s, early 90s kind of dollars. But uh, back then, they, probably to build one of those stores would have been about $150,000, of which there would be a $20,000 franchise fee pay, you know, that the company would receive. And they also, the company also collected about, uh, about uh, six, five, 6% royalties. Basically, a lot, some of which use their advertising. Yep, and those are so that's on top line, right? That's gross, not net. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So what uh, I want to uh, I want because we didn't do this in the intro. I want to get to kind of how you wrap that company up and then got into electronic signatures at, at its peak. Uh, the yogurt company. What was it doing in terms of annual revenue? And then how did you exit that business? Uh, that company, uh, the system wide revenues that company probably got up to about one hundred and fifty, sixty million dollars. Okay. Um, but we. Uh, uh, Back in the in the early to mid, we sold the company in 1996, and it. it was sold because someone was coming along and buying up uh, and consolidating frozen dessert uh, franchise operations, and they so they made us a good offer, and, and we sold and went on down the road. Bill, what what is it? You don't have to say the specific offer, but how is a franchise operation like yours? How is it valued? Uh, it's, it's actually sold pretty much like most businesses, at least back in the day. You know, it used to be companies were were sold based upon you know multiples of earnings or cash flow. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a, it's a little different for you know getting used to these days when companies are sold on multiple of sales. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So <laughs> you, no you're, I know, isn't that crazy? So yours was yeah. yours was cash flow, so a cash flow multiple. Oh yeah. Okay, got it. And what was a good? What was considered a good multiple back back in those days? You know, I don't know. I was I was born in '89, so you got to educate me here. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, well, probably uh, in, in things are sold on multiples of EBITDA typically, and so you know, probably um, somewhere between six to ten times was the was t- depending on your growth rates and things like that would would be kind of where you would see on a multiple of EBITDA. Interesting. Okay, so you go. Okay, I'm done with this being valued bottom line. I'm now going to go into electronic signatures where I get top line value based only on growth, and I can still lose a lot of money every month, but be a billion dollar company, right? Well, some people can. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell us about Alpha Trust. Why'd you launch it? Well, I mean, frankly, we we we, uh, we did a lot of software back in the yogurt business because we were doing manufacturing and, and managing a lot of inventory and a lot of stuff, and so we did um, a lot of fun stuff around just in time inventory and and you know, you know real time processing of uh, manufacturing operations and it's all kind of boring stuff, but it was kind of fun to optimize it and make it make it uh, make it sing. Uh, so. We got out of that business and, and began to look around. That was, of course, we're talking now 1997, 1998.com. Stuff is bubbling. The internet's bubbling. Um, people are all looking around. Right? How are they going to make a bunch of money? Um, but but I was always a, kind of annoyed by uh, the tremendous amount of pain that paperwork was in a business operation. So we had far-flung operations, and people are still sending stuff. I mean, I'd get email. So people were sending stuff around and entered office envelopes and and you know everybody had to sign off manually on paper and it just seemed like it was a real pain. So it seemed like a pretty good idea to maybe tackle we automate that because you know uh, computer business has been about automating processes since the 1960s more or less, uh, at least in the business world. So why not tackle that one? So we've been tackling that one for almost the last 20 years. And did you keep kind of your tech team that was building all the just-in-time manufacturing stuff from the yogurt company, or did you go out and recruit new developers? No, completely different, completely new team. Okay. And what did you did you fund this with your own capital to start? Yes, that's the nice thing about the way we did it. And I still like that we did it this way. We're completely privately owned and and uh, and privately funded, and uh, been profitable for a long time. Uh, still to so, this day. Still to this day. Oh, great. So. Uh, 
you know, we're we're happy about that, and and uh, uh, it, it also enables us just to just to you know, focus on what we do and not have to meet a bunch of external expectations. Yeah. And so give us a sense of, well, what's the business model first off? So, so actually, let's even go simpler. If, if someone listening right now wants to buy your product, what exactly are they buying? Sure. Well, we're in a kind of a specialized segment of the market. If you think of, most people think of us as an electronic signature company. Mm-hmm. So and if you think about that, people have probably heard of companies like uh, like DocuSign or, or Adobe has a, a, an online product called Adobe Sign. Um, and then people may have used it for, you know, like applying for a mortgage or, or uh, you know, people send them stuff now, you know, in an email, click on a link and a document pops open, you can click and sign it or draw it on your phone or something. So that, those kind of services have been around for or 10 years or so. And we think of those as being retail. So, uh, you know, you can go sign up for a seat for, you know, 20 bucks a month or 30 bucks a month or something. And you can upload documents and tag them for signature spots and, and, and send them out to somebody and get a signature. And that's been used and been popular for small business and individual use for a long time. We, on the other hand, started on the enterprise side of the business. Uh, so I remember back when we started, it was the late 90s, and this is really before cloud. Uh, and so um, was was much of anything. So we really have clients like General Motors and uh, ADP and Paychex and MetLife and New York Life and AT&T. It's a big companies. So these are big enterprises automating very complex processes. Some of them have uh, literally millions of documents that require signature and approval a year. So we're specialized in, in high uh, high processing, you know, high uh, high performance processing of these documents. Uh, typically, our customers still uh, deploy and embed our software on premise, okay. or even, their own, even in their own private cloud, just for security reasons. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's, it's it's banks and insurance companies, and so they they feel pretty. You know, the, the content in those documents is sensitive information and, you know, they, they're still a little itchy about the cloud for that. Yep. Uh, although we operate cloud systems for some of those customers, uh, you know, so we certainly do the cloud, but, but we support whatever deployment model a customer wants. So, Bill, where you, you can't come to us and, and go to our website and buy anything. Got it. Yep. So are um, you are it, I imagine you have a chunk of your revenue that is professional services related to kind of on site installation and security stuff and things like that. And then um, the other half is what is it? a SaaS model? No, it's uh, actually, uh, it's a mix of things. I mean, the, actually, the, the, the pro services side of our business is relatively small because our, our software actually is pretty pretty uh, robust in terms of its its uh, the resources it has and the ability for people and to figure out how to use it. How small is a portion of revenue? Probably only uh, 10 to 15%. Okay. So the bulk of our revenue is, it's, uh, the rest of it is really all licensed revenue of some form or another. Some of it's perpetual licenses, some of it's subscription licenses, some of it's SaaS-based services. Um, but, you know, I, and some of it's, the, a lot of it's still really old school perpetual license plus, you know, annual maintenance. That yeah. business is still alive and well, and particularly in segments of the market that we serve. These are, annual, these are annual contracts. Maybe sometimes they're multi-years and they have hundreds or thousands of seats per contract, something like that. Yeah, we don't even sell by the seat. Uh, we, we sell by typically transaction sizes. So if a customer has, I mean, we typically don't even talk to customers unless they say have, you know, need to process at least 10,000 documents a year uh, for signing or approval. Got it. Uh, and going up into two millions of documents a year. So what so is your... sales is probably somewhere between 50000 and $500,000. I was just going to ask you that. So the average sales, the average contract value total or, or per year is fifty to 500 k 
Uh, that's probably initial contract value. Um, okay. I mean, again, literally some of our customers pay a one-time perpetual license fee, so they're paying a bigger number. What does that mean? Like um, pay us a million, yeah. you get it for life? Yeah. Interesting. But then you're paying annual maintenance, which is typically about 20% a year. I see. So it kind of works out the same over, say, five-year period. I mean, it used to be, I mean, out of, back in the day, you used to go buy, you know, Microsoft Office uh, and pay a one-time, you know, one-time cost for the disks, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, and then you're done until you were ready to upgrade three years later. So what are you, uh, how, so that how many logos, sorry, we're, we're getting short on time. I don't mean to cut you off, but how many logos are you serving today? Um, we have, well, uh, that's how you count it. Uh, in terms of direct clients from us, we probably have about 300 large enterprises. Okay. So again, we're concentrated in the Fortune 500. Got it. And uh, still, still self-funded, right? No outside capital raised? Exactly. That's yeah. great. And what's your team size? You know, the one thing about being private is we don't have to discuss metrics. But I will tell you some metrics around the market that we're in, which are kind of interesting. Oh, wait, come on, Bill. Team size? I can go on LinkedIn and look up team size. Okay, well, if you go to LinkedIn, you're going to find about 20. Okay, 20. Well, and the reason I'm asking is because you have a unique sales model, and I'm curious about what your ratio of kind of inside, like is your main model inside sales folks going out and selling, or is it kind of a no-touch onboarding process, or what's your typical model there? Uh, we, uh, the bulk of it is still direct sales, but we also have partner channels, uh, and we, we sell through partners, and we have some... In the banking space, we have several customers that uh, that, that are partner and, and beat business to us that way. Okay. Uh, and, and touch, frankly, so touch on this. A, yeah, go ahead. We have a ton of virtual virtual people, so uh, they wouldn't wouldn't really be counted as headcount, but they do a lot of specialized stuff around the world, and we have specialists, probably twenty or thirty specialists around the world that we rely upon on a part time basis that are virtual, basically a virtual staff. Doing for doing what? Everything from from back office stuff, accounting, payroll, HR, uh, to to technical specialists who like you know super smart crypt, 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 cryptology people, cryptographic people who specialize in you know deep security stuff. Okay. So that so, kind of so I mean, is is it fair to say a kind of full time team has maybe around twenty, but then you have on and off contractors all around the world specialists. Yep. Maybe you will get up to fifty, something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, great business model. Um, what is the, and so you were going to touch on the space a bit, you know, the space is very hot. You know, there's just an article out the other day, maybe DocuSign gets a new CEO. They, maybe they thought to go public soon. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to just keep growing this and milk and cash flow, or you want to take it public or, or sell it or what? Yeah, we're very happy growing in our, growing our market like we are. I mean, it, it, obviously there may come a time when the, some consolidation makes some sense. Uh, I don't think it's quite here yet. But, uh, you know, if that happens and it makes some sense for us, that's fine. But we, we are running the business as if we're going to be around another 20 years. If Salesforce comes to you and says, we want to buy you for, for $800 million, do you sell? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> Smart guy, right? Smart guy. You, I mean, Bill, I imagine this space is hot. I met, you've had offers, true or false? True. Like I told you guys at the top of this episode, I have amazing data. And you guys know from my interview style, I love data. But what I love more than data is making it actionable via beautiful dashboards that I can view on my phone, on my TVs in my living room, or even on my laptop as I'm traveling. And the company that I use to create these dashboards, which pulls in data from my Libsyn backend, my Google Analytics backend, Salesforce, and other data sources is called Clipfolio. You can see an example executive dashboard or my social media command center or my web metrics dashboard at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. And you can try it there for free for three months. 
Markets Clipfolio. You can try it free for three months. Everybody else has to pay. So you get it free for three months. Alan's a good friend. He's the CEO of the company. He came on the show. I said, I love your product. Can I feature it? So NathanLacka.com forward slash analytics. Go check it out now. Very cool. All right, let's wrap up, Bill, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, gosh, that's a darn good question. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Probably, probably Crossing the you know, uh, crossing the Chasm is probably a great book. Jeffrey Moore, good one. Beautiful red-orange color. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, not currently. Number three, is there fate besides your own, uh, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Acuity Scheduling? Uh, no, we, we actually are we're pretty fun. We have a CRM system called HubSpot. We use it very extensively, so we're happy with it. We like that tool. Great. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, seven. That's pretty good. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Oh, three kids, married, very happy. Oh, great. Are they all young ones or are they out of, out of the house? Well, since I've been around since the late 70s, they're, they're all grown. Well, you got energy like a 20-year-old, so that's a good thing, right? How old are you, Bill? 59. All right, last question. Take us back uh, 39 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, gosh. 20-year-old um, self. Um, um, at the time, I wish I would knew what, what happened with the Internet before it happened. <laughs> there you go, guys. From Bill Rice doing it again. They like to say, you know, instead of growing, you know, fast and up and to the right and, 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 and do it with raising a lot of capital, he's taking a slow, methodical approach. Really one of the originators in the electric, uh, sorry, electronic signing business with their main uh, with their main product, Pronto Sign, launched way back in 1998 after a very successful yogurt business, totally bootstrapped about 20 people full time, maybe 50 people when they ramp up all their contractors. Again, serving enterprise contractors contract values between 50 and 500k first year with a multitude different range of kind of revenue options ranging from 10 to 15 being professional services to, to annual maintenance maintenance fees to perpetual license they've really targeted in and that's why they're having so much success bill bryce thank you for taking us to the top thank you nathan if you enjoyed Bill today, go back and listen to Tobin yesterday. He runs the fastest growing Canadian software company. They went from 200K to 20 million in revenue between 2010 and 2015. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google Ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money. HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.